Welcome back, everyone, to NYU Grad's daily podcast on stocks and finance. It is Tuesday after market hours. Hope everyone had a safe weekend with all the crazy weather. I know it's still actually going on. New York City was, uh, for the most part, spared with just uh, flurries and very cold weather. But uh, I have friends out in the Midwest, Chicago, Texas, uh, telling me that it's just bananas. Um, So be safe. Try to stay off the roads because most people don't know how to drive in this type of weather. Um, But I digress. Uh, Let's jump right into the session. Lots to talk about today. So taking a look at breath, we had 228 new highs and 356 new lows this is the first time in a while where new lows outpaced new highs Um, so that's something to watch out for and for advanced declines you had about 20% advancing versus 77% declining you have 32% below its 50-day moving average and 38% below its 200-day moving average. So uh, taking a look at the Magnificent Seven, you had uh, pretty much two of the seven holding up the markets. NVIDIA and Microsoft. So NVIDIA was up 3.06% today to be exact. Its peer AMD closed up 8.31% for the day and Microsoft was up a little bit under half a percent. But taking a look at the rest, you had Apple. Uh, It just looks really bad. Uh, Apple again down 1.23%. You had Amazon down almost a percent. Uh, Google, uh, not much to report. It was down uh, 0.11%. And Meta was down 1.88%. So it wasn't the best day. I mean, there was a heavy sell-off all day. We tried to rally in the last 10 minutes of the day, um, but it was really ugly. I mean, if you take a look at the sectors, right, like tech was barely green. It was up 0.13% and a lot of that was NVIDIA uh, and Microsoft. Uh, Every other sector was red. Energy led to the downside. Basic materials, utilities, industrials, financials, all basically down over a percent. Um, Pretty ugly day. Uh, Coming back from a three-day weekend is never good. It's a truncated trading week, obviously. Um, what else can I cover? For I mean, I've talked about breath quite a bit. Obviously, I start the show every day with breath numbers and readings. Uh, and it's really important to not only look at breath longer term. Uh, you can do that with uh, many different indicators. Um, but on the daily uh basis or intraday like you know during the session live i track the nysc up down volume and the nysc up down um, issuances 
and if you follow NYSC up down volume, the ticker on Think or Swim is V O L D, Victor Oliver uh, Library David Bald. Um, it basically was in sell-off mode all day. You see little blips of trying to go up in volume and buying volume, but each um, rally attempt was uh, pretty much sold off really hard, like whack-a-mole. Um, and what was really curious to me was the last five to ten minutes, the uh, Vol D just collapsed, and this was into a ramp into the close on the indices. Uh, this tells me like basically the end of day rally and all of the rallies today on Tuesday were suspect, very suspicious. Um, and it tells me how we went into the close that there might be a surprise to the downside coming I don't know what the source is, but that was heavy volume to the downside uh, selling pressure at the end of the session. So whether it's overnight or tomorrow, I'm not saying it's 100%, but all of those sellers know something that you and I do not, right? Like when you think about data, yes, it's, uh, it's available to everyone. But with the onset of the internet and data being available to everyone, there's almost too much data. And, you know, the sell side has so much data to report on, you can make a bullish or bearish case for almost anything. So it's really hard to distinguish what data you need to really pay attention to. Um, so my point is that if you watch breath, it's very hard for Wall Street to lie to you about their intentions because it's literally the up-down volume and the up-down numbers of shares in the market. And you can kind of see divergences as well. Um, this week, you'll have the retail sales numbers coming out on Wednesday as well as uh, Home Builders Confidence Index on Thursday, you have a few uh, Federal Reserve um, representatives like uh, Ballstick from Atlanta speaking. But Thursday's main event is really the jobless claims, initial jobless claims, um, as well as the housing starts, all pre-market. And then Friday, you have existing home sales. Um, but that's really about it. Uh, what else can I really cover today? I mean, it was really bearish. If I take a look at the Magnificent 7, Tesla is perched right on a trend line that started in May of 2023. And it's kind of analogous to a trend line from 2022. If Tesla breaks down this trend line, I mean, we can pause at 160. Keep in mind, we closed at 219 today. We can pause at 160. There's nothing but a vacuum until 160. And if 160 doesn't hold, 
and it closes that gap, we're going to 104. We're at $219 right now. And this looks really, really bad for Tesla. I'm just looking at the chart. Um, looking at Apple, it is perched right now on the 200-day moving average. A little bit above it. But if it breaks below the 200-day, it also risks breaking a trend line that dates back to 2003. If that breaks, we're going to pause at maybe 170. And if that breaks, it's an express elevator to 150. Amazon's looking good. It's above its 50-day. Um, Google's looking good. It's above its 50-day. Uh, near lifetime highs, actually. Uh, Meta, looking good. Near lifetime highs. Microsoft, breaking out. NVIDIA breaking out. So it's it's really a, a picture of the Magnificent Seven. I'm just taking a sip of the Centauri. Um, the Russell led to the downside today. And there's a ton of weak shares and I'm just gonna rattle them off but let me start with the strong shares first um, volatility is up 4.23 percent today you had TBT which is the inverse of TLT which are bonds TBT was up 3.7 you had MongoDB up three and a half Instacart up 3.4 Birkenstock the sandal company up 3.2 Sprout Social up 3.1. Synopsis with the whole uh, acquisition news this morning up 3%. Usually you have the acquirer down and the um, the, the acquired up. Uh, but in this case, Synopsis up 3%. And I actually posted about Synopsis about the market profile initiative move breakout. If you had, bro if you had bought Synopsis' breakout uh, back of, you know, a few years ago, You'd be up like 1,300%. Um, you had NVIDIA up 3%, Disney up 3%, and the Treasury yield for the 10-year is up 2.94%. So that's definitely something to watch. The 10-year looks like it wants to rally despite everyone's uh, wish for it to fall. And you had Coinbase rally up 2.37% today. Uh, after a heavy sell-off. What was weak? I'm just going to rattle this off. It's a lot. Uh, you had Barrett Gold up uh, down 9.5%. Finfast Autos 8.5% to the reds. This is all down, okay? Sweetgreen down 7.4%. Marathon Digital down 6.3%. Hovanian Home Builder down 6.09%. Uh, Bitfarms down 5.3%. Uh, Pan American Silver down 523 GDXJ, Junior Miners, down 4.65. Kinross Gold, down 4.4. GDX, down 4.41. AI, down 4.3. PayPal, down 4.18%. Sox S, which is the inverse of uh, Semiconductor, down 4.15. Roblox, down 3.8. Uh, Etsy, down 3.5. Lyft, down 2.95. You have uh, Del uh, Delta uh, Airlines, down 2.6. Crocs, down 2.5. Oil, UCO, down 
So that's just a sample of what was down. It was a mixed bag, uh, big tug and tug of war today at the end of the day. But I would say 99% of the day was selling. It'll be interesting to see how we open on Wednesday. Um, you know, what to watch, Magnificent 7. The, you know, keep watching the 10-year yield. Keep watching uh, the yield inversion or yield curve. Um, the short version is that yield curve inversions of this length have never happened, but the signal for recession is not the yield curve inversion. It's the de, um, decurving, so to speak. Once the yield curve inversion starts to de deinvert, that is the beginning of the recession, and we're starting to see signs of that. Um, I think the other thing to watch is housing, uh, both commercial real estate as well as residential. I posted about this a lot. Um, you know, obviously, the home builders, relatively speaking, are uh, lifetime highs. Some of them. But I posted videos of uh, Real Estate Mindset as well as uh, Nick Gearley, um with ReVenture Consulting um, as well as Melody Wright. Um, I think there is a lot of deterioration under the, uh, the crust of housing that is alarming that mainstream media is not reporting on whether it's uh, short-term rentals and how they're getting loans with DSCR, uh, delinquencies, uh, foreclosures starting to ramp up, all the shadow inventory, that's all residential. And then commercial, you have all the, uh, you know, uh, office building, um, key card data that shows like we're, we're nowhere near recovery from pre-COVID. Um, a lot of the metros like New York, San Francisco, uh, Dallas, Atlanta, they're just not doing well for commercial office space. And in New York, from like Midtown to Central Park, there are thousands of um, square feet that are being converted from office space to apartment buildings. Um, and there's just so much supply of rentals coming on the market nationwide. I just don't see how housing is going to continue to go up. And I have mixed emotions because I know so many people who are homeowners. Uh, I know so many people who bought in the past five years that potentially could get hurt. Um, but at the other side of the sword, I'm actually looking forward to what might happen with housing so I can buy cheap. Um, there's just so many things that rhyme with 2007, 2008. It's pretty alarming. So, uh, that's all I really have to report on today. It was a very bearish day on, on the sell volume and what was down. But it's really a, a story of the Magnificent Seven that is holding up the market right now. Um, I really feel like this was a snow job today. Uh, the, the markets tried to rally a few times and 
it was just like whack-a-mole to the downside um be cautious uh i i will see you guys after the wednesday session but it was a pretty bad uh to the sell side down day but maybe we'll bounce on wednesday all right see you guys later